Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Beta Banquet Podcast. Um, this is me, Maddie. I was on an episode. I think it was the most recent episode. Yeah, it was literally the last episode. Last episode. We've been struggling. Um, yeah. yeah. Sad face. And I'm here with Armana, you know, the huge. Hello. Hi, guys. Um, Just like Maddie said, welcome back to the Beta Banquet co- Podcast. Um. As our great new guest host, um, she's not really new. She's kind of old news at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'm a snooze. <laughs> but um, we're back again with Maddie because Zach uh, needed some time off again. Um, the holidays have been really busy for everyone. So Maddie was gracious enough to come on board for another discussion. Um, we're going to talk, kind of talk more like lifestyle things. Um, back when Zach comes back in our next episode, we're going to get a little bit more into politics again. Just because I wanted to talk about that out of recent events. Um, are you aware of what's going what just happened, Matt? <laughs> uh, yeah. Totally. Tell me. Um, you know. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> nouns and adjectives. They make a <laughs> sentence. And it what? talks about something that people don't like. <laughs> Well, it is something some people don't like, but I think, uh, I think, uh, recently we just got a new house speaker of the house. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Which apparently is a really, really, really big deal in the government. That's a big role to have. And McCarthy won the role and he made a speech, uh, talking about he pledged, he had a gavel. And he had made a pledge saying, oh, I promise to work on policies on immigration. I'm going to stop woke educational policies. And then he's going to, like, try to decrease funding on the IRS. And it's just, like, literally taking 10 steps back there, buddy. Mm. Oh, I see the gavel. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at him up right now. Mm. Yeah. And then people, I don't really understand the other part, but people are just like, oh, he sold out, he sold out. And I'm just like, okay, like, because if anyone, if you know, you know, and you've been following, um, they've literally been voting on who's going to be the house for the past week, like, since. Yeah, like, I've seen the TikToks where, like, people are making fun of it. Yeah, because they were there since, I think, the second or the third, trying to, like, come up with votes to, like, get the, um, the house. Because I think it's mm-hmm. a Republican majority this time around. Now it is, yeah. Especially yeah. if he's the speaker, that would make sense. Which is going to be a um. Oof. Yeah, That's this good. is like the. It says like here. I'm going through um, I guess this political blog called Reuters, mm-hmm. and it's saying that apparently in 160 years, this is the deepest congressional dysfunction that we've had in America. Mm-hmm. Like. It's a fucking wild card going forward, and that's what I'm a little worried about. But hey, you know, mm-hmm. these are people we elected. Get mad, get mad at the voters, not the messengers. Don't shoot the messenger. No, yeah, yeah. You guys should go into that more next week because I am not, I'm not a poli- I'm not a politics person. I, oh yeah, of course. Like reading into this, like it just seems like. He's saying great value brand things, like from the quotes that <laughs> I don't know if Reuters leans more Democratic or Republican, mm-hmm. but skimming through like what he said, like this sounds like the most like great value, like 
I'm a politician, quote ever. He said, our system is built on checks and balances. It's time for us to be a check and provide some balance to the president's policies. That was in his inaugural speech. And like, yes, that is your job. Like, that's what you're supposed to do, buddy. Like, congrats. Thank you for defining your job. Thank you. I but I, it, it, I mean yeah you're totally right like literally <laughs> it's just his job but at the same time it just implies because of his constituents that like oh they're gonna do the whole quote unquote checks and balances for like the wrong things or things that they're personally against you know like yeah um just uh quickly before we get off of the politics talk um this is this is unbiased this is I think factual but I'm mincing my words you can look this up but. From what I can tell, uh, Joe Biden has been one of our most successful presidents in terms of just policies being passed. Yeah, and- I feel like they're ver- they're very much so siding with him. Like the votes are very towards him through the House. Mm-hmm. Besides, obviously, the whole Roe v. Wade being overturned, but that was with the Supreme Court. Yeah. Question mark. Yeah, that was more Supreme Court than pre- than the president. Because yeah. it wouldn't have been Biden. Why would Biden go? No, yeah. but for real. But like, I remember like when that was happening, when it was overturned, people mm. were like, why is he silent? What is happening? I'm like, this is what checks and balances are. Like, no matter yeah. if we agree with them or not, like, someone had to fa- basically, quote unquote, if I'm going to put it in another term, fact check him. Mm-hmm. And n- no one liked the outcome. Like, Okay, a small percentage like the outcome. Yeah, but this the wide majority were just kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like it was it came out of nowhere. Exactly. Like, you know, there, there's a little conspiracy theory that like, oh, the Johnny Depp per trial was like in place to like cover it up. So there wasn't a lot of buzz on it. Did you there hear was, about that? I heard a well, I heard a conspiracy that yeah, it was they did that to kind of take everyone's eyes away from something else that's happening, but it wasn't the Johnny Depp case because everyone oh. had eyes on both of those. No, I thought it was the Depp versus V heard was to like mask what was happening with Roe v. Wade. No, uh, no, I haven't heard that conspiracy just because like, I feel like those at the time last year, those are two things that were like uh, viewed very heavily. Mm-hmm. By, by everybody because everyone was following that case i think it's stupid why like i don't know it's two rich people i don't care what's going on between them yeah and but like it- technically like they didn't in my opinion they didn't prove that they defamed Depp. like yeah what happened was horrible but like i didn't see defamation in the case yeah and the evidence provided but also i never went to law school so i this is like my really 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 piss poor opinion but i feel like this is just another example of just people putting out their dirty laundry to the public like Mm -hmm. we didn't need to know about this shit they could have easily just got out of each other's lives and been like traumatized and maybe go to therapy but no one need to know about all this like are are you fucking kidding me or like they could have done private lawyers and like Mm -hmm. that's the whole thing with the conspiracy people were like why are two people who are residents of la la county or the like somewhere in california and also i think they had to do a trial in the uk oh yeah because that's so like from. 
yeah, that's where he's from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they had to do two trials. I'm like, why would you do the American trial? Not in the same place, like not in California and California laws and all that junk. Why would you go somewhere where it's legal to record hearing court hearings? Mm-hmm. Why would you go across the country even? Like, it doesn't make sense, yeah. It, yeah, that's why everyone was like, at least my side of TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to say I get all my resources from TikTok. <laughs> but it's For- what brought, it brought light to the situation. And, like, that's where I, like, picked up on, like, yeah, why would they be in Virginia? Well... For what it's worth, I'm, I want to back you on that one because I kind of used to just take my information. I would I would take it at face value from TikTok, but then like I would actually look into what's going on, and then and then I slowly picked up that like wow, TikTok kind of just gives literally gives you the most face value of like what's going on, and then if you when you do your research, it's almost like a completely different story. It's crazy. Yeah, and like I do like and like I looked into it. Also, side note, everyone's finally getting on to how bad of a person um, Judge Judy is. is she, oh, no. What did Judge Judy do? Oh, no. Well, she's not a bad person, but people are, like, actually, like, what's, like, you know, the TikTok accounts that, like, they'll do, like, a slime video and duet or, like, just put a side-by-side of a TV show or something? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I love those. Those are my favorite to watch. I'll watch, like, a whole freaking movie on TikTok and be like, wow. But I look at the slime. <laughs> <laughs> right. It helps me concentrate. That it's kinda they're on to something there. That's crazy. Like I'll watch I'll watch freaking Grey's Anatomy on <laughs> on TikTok. But um people are like in the comments, like you'll see like Judge Judy. And I don't know if like I wonder if it's like a Dr. Phil situation. Like, yes, well, I don't know if he's a real doctor. I don't think he has his doctorate. But like mm-hmm. Judge Judy is someone of judicial status Mm -hmm. but like all of these are like somewhat theatrical that's what i feel about like a bunch of like like the mari show and like dr phil i feel like everything is just like staged and a bunch of ndas i feel like well i know for a fact uh, the mari show is staged Mm-hmm. Um and then remember the Jerry remember Jerry Springer I don't know if they still is play that, that the you are not the father one the you are not the father is uh the Maury show Jerry Springer is the one show where they would bring like people and they would sit on the stage and then, uh, oh like, and they were like cheating or something yeah it's just like oh why are you here today it's just like I need to tell my husband I cheated on him and they're like okay. And it's just like, why did you do it? It's like, I don't know. It just happened. And then they're like, well, bring out the husband. And everyone's just like, oh, you remember that? Mm, I know. So like, yes, I've seen those also on my TikTok with the slime. I will. Hold on. I'm sending you a screenshot of it right now. Um, (laughs) Do you know the SNL skit where it's like high school theater? No. Oh, no. <laughs> and like so like they do like a whole side note another rambling because maddie didn't take her medicine oh oh they brawl yeah and they like fight they're just kind of like why oh. is jerry why is huh? jerry springer just deadpan 
That's how that's because that's his show. <laughs> that's his show. He's just like, oh, I'm leaving this girl for this person, or I was I've been having sex with this woman's husband, and they're like, bring her out, and then they come out and they just start fighting like this. <laughs> they should at least give them like a little like ring or something. Make it like WWE. No, they literally have a bell that rings. Like when they start fighting, go ding 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 ding. Like it's the most ignorant shit. <laughs> Me. I'm going to have a show like that when I get famous, just so you know that. You can be invited. <laughs> it was actually, like, a really respectable show, and then it just turned into let's just have white trash fight each other over a guy who isn't worth shit. I think I saw one where it was this couple, and the guy, like, cheated on the girl. And she came out, and she was like, bro, her... She's so young. I've been with you through everything. I'm I'm the mother of your child. I'm like da 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 da. And like she was crying over this man. Mm-hmm. And he was like fucking up, fucking with like I want to say she was freshly nineteen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's where I would have been like, hmm. You found someone who is like I wouldn't say gullible because like I'm I'm only twenty. Like I can't. I'm not one to talk. Right. Like, you found someone who is younger than you. Like, I think he was 27. You found someone. Don't even know the math. But you found someone younger than you. And you decided that, like, oh, yeah, like, this would be easier than working on my relationship. Mm-hmm. And communicating. Hmm. Like, and I feel like it also, I know we wanted to talk about this, but I think it goes into, like, culture with, like, how a woman is held with her sex life and stuff like that. Oh, my goodness. I've been meeting to talk about this all week. I know we had our friends in chat. Like, they, when I mentioned the topic, they kind of, like, reacted to her just like, huh? What do you mean? But, <laughs> but I promise this is what we mean. So I wanted to talk about, there's a channel called Curtis Connor. Everyone knows who he is. Um, he mentioned about how like the man on the street interviews are just god awful, and I just want to throw my two cents in there and just go, yeah, they're god awful. But it's like I also understand those like interviews are made for literal babies. Like, well, that was it's something- made for like people like me who scroll aimlessly on TikTok on their break. Uh, don't say that. It's for don't discredit yourself like that. You're not. I will discredit myself. Like I will watch them because I'm like I like I can predict. I'm one of those people who predicts things, and I'm like, hmm. Oh yeah. Oh no. Like the one that I was bringing up. I don't know his name on TikTok where he like finds two best friends so conveniently, and they're like, oh, he's like, oh, oh, you guys are best friends. You guys are best friends. <laughs> and, like, and like he passes his phone around because it's the mic and mm-hmm. he's like oh do you want to do a loyalty test like obviously one's conveniently single and one's mm-hmm. in a relationship like it's mean- always like- oh let me let me send you let me see if oh, I can find him are you talking about the one where they're at like the carnival yeah he does multiple oh my- ones he did <laughs> oh. one I, I watch I watch his because like it soothes my ADHD brain because like it's so like he like keeps the ball rolling it's not like one of it's not like the ones that you're talking about where they're so slow about like oh my gosh uh like you know like revealing something that's like doesn't even matter like it's 
insignificant. Mm. I need oh. to let me scrub through the video you sent me. No, it's not copyright. Fuck them. What'd you say to me? I was gonna say you can play the audio of it well through the mic while you're looking because fuck it, it's not copyright. The, How the, do I do that? The, well, you don't have to see. I gotta mess around with all wait, this. Wait, a little more, but just wait. like the shit they pedal. Like I don't. He's from Raleigh. Not Raleigh, North Carolina. That's like three hours away from where I lived. I'm just trying to see what video. Oh, he's one of those where he's just like, oh, like, let me make, oh, let me make women look stupid. Is he, um, well. The Devin Lauren. I'm not talking about the YouTuber. Hello. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I want to just give that bit of a pause so like I can just kind of edit through that later. I, okay, I'm going to edit through this part, too. I don't need them to know that. Uh, they don't need to hear my deaf ass trying to figure out if you're talking or not. Um. Oh, my God. Scott Pilgrim vs. The World just came on Steam. I don't know if to get it because the Steam port apparently is shit. I've never used Steam before. I've always used, like... I've been more of a console girly. I transitioned over. What console did you main, though? Uh, PlayStation. Like, I have my Switch, but I decided to transition over. Like, uh, it was my... I had a PS4. Mm -hmm. And it was in 2020, yeah, when they were just kind of like, the PS5 and the Xbox are around the corner. Which one is... Like, choose your pickings. And then it was just kind of like, well, there's not really any games that really, like, kind of stick out to me that, like, I really wanted to play. On either console, like, I would say, like, maybe the PS5 if I had to pick because I wanted to play Ratchet and Clank and then, like, Miles Morales at the time. But, like, Miles Morales is on PC now. Like, I'm playing through that and it's fine. It's good. I, um, I also noticed, like, with, like, the whole, like, Xbox versus PlayStation with the new, like, the series X and 5. No, what? Yeah. Um... Xbox didn't have like an exclusive game to go like I feel like PlayStation does really good with their marketing because mm -hmm. like with their new console they have exclusive games mm -hmm. but like also like you can argue like oh that's why Xbox is better because it's a cross um what's it called I'll just say cross platform mm -hmm. like you can play any game you want on it especially with Game Pass I think that's what I realized too. That most of the games I play are cross cross bleh, cross platform. So it was almost just like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. When I could just buy a PC, like build a decent PC, and just get the most elevating thing on it. So, so that's why it's just like, why not? Why not? Okay. Do you want to talk about the TikTok human again? You want let's to start do, that over? Let's yeah. Let's do a quick pause. Let's do a two second pause. And then let's go back on that. Because we did go off on a tangent. I'll just edit around it. Okay. Okay. Okay, now we're back. Um, Sorry, our ADHD got the best of us. <laughs> so 
what we wanted to talk about was just kind of that man on the street interview, like I mentioned earlier, and about the whole like, oh, like, oh, gay son dot daughter, or like the most infamous one. It's just like, so I'm gonna explain my side. What pissed me off? I would watch majority of them, or like, uh, these would be guys who would go to nightclubs and go to women, and are like, what's your body count, or like, what's your type, and it's just the most brain dead shit because it's like these men are, no these men these women are obviously under the influence of something so it's just like they're mm-hmm. gonna give you the stupidest answer they're gonna give you an answer you're gonna go women women are terrible they're so they're needy and it's just like these women have like literally two liters of alcohol in their systems they're gonna say the most out-of-pocket thing <laughs> And, like, in opposition to that, I see them on my For You page because, you know, I'm a gym girly. So I see the ones where this guy goes to the gym and he talks about, like, oh, would you date someone, like, your specific gender or whatever, Mm -hmm. but overweight? And all of the men say no, like, in some way. They're like, no, it's not for me. It's not for me. Like They They would say no, they wouldn't date someone who was heavier than them? Yeah, they wouldn't. Like, nine times out of ten, they would be like, I'll pass. Like, there's, like, maybe, okay, like, let's say they interviewed, like, five people in the clips. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say two, three people, two being men, one being a woman, mm-hmm. would say, like, yes. Or, like, if they would say yes, the woman would say yes, but the men would be like, oh, you know, if they were willing to work on themselves. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a, oh, yeah, like, big girl. Give me a big girl. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, they were like, yeah, if I could personally train her and make her a trad wife, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I learned that word. I've been learning lingo from the people who are younger than us. (laughs) Really? I learned what an op is. Oh, I knew what that was. I knew what a trad wife was. And an op, I, op op is old, and then a trad wife that's very old. It's like five years old. Oh, I didn't know what op meant. Really? And everyone like looked at me, like, well, I will say, uh, our one of our managers didn't know what op meant either. <laughs> so... Were they were they one of the people? Like, would you say they work in the front of the store and the the back of the store? So I can um, they work behind the scenes, I will say. Oh, then I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. And I, me and her were just looking at each other like, what is it? I thought it was like op. I thought op was like opposition. Yeah, opposition. They That's were telling me that was wrong when I brought that up. I was like, oh, like opposition. They're like, no, they mean someone who's out to get you. And I'm like, yeah, like, the opposition. That's a yeah. person out to get you. They made me feel stupid because I brought up like opposition. And I was like, okay, yeah, people no, like, are out to get you. Uh huh. <laughs> no, literally, it's the opposition. It's just a gutter trash way of saying somebody's, somebody's out for your life. <laughs> yeah, they, they were like, it's someone who's out for your life. Like they want to prey on your downfall. And I was like, oh. Yes. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but, like, like, I only know opposition from, like, my 10 years of high school band, ex- not high school band, but band experience. Yeah, they probably <laughs> wanted to see your downfall. <laughs> yeah, like, it, I was, I only knew what opposition meant because I was in the marching band stands. 
uh, <laughs> what and like our band director would be like, yeah, you got to cheer. Like he would direct us when to cheer because we didn't know what was happening. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, and now you got to cheer. So you go, what? <laughs> my ADHD is so bad right now. What the fuck? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Back to the topic. Let's pause. Let's pause for a bit. Sorry, your ADHD got the back, bad, best of us. We're back at it again. Um, Here we are to talk about... So going back to what I just said, I don't like just a brain-dead like idea of it all. And then also, because I know Zach would love to hear about this one, body count does not matter, but, but at the same time, we need to be respectful of people, men or women and or otherwise, who just don't want to be with a partner who's had multiple, like, who's had, like, dozens and dozens and dozens of sexual partners. That itself isn't inherently wrong to have, but you need to be respectful of someone who's just like, oh, you've had sex with over, like, 60 people? That's cool, but, like, I'm just not comfortable with that in the partner, and then you just walk away from the situation. That's fine, I think. Yeah, I feel like there needs to be transparency. Like, I, like, personally, I don't think it matters. Like, oh, oh, no. Well, you had a life before me. Oh, I'm so scared. Like it doesn't make me less, and ins- it doesn't make me more insecure about like right. the what past partners you've had. It's the fact. It's what makes me like worrisome. I guess not it's- even like not in my relationship, but like what would make me like have my ears perked up is like if they were hiding it. Well, you know what I mean, or like like when if we were on the topic of like let's say like. A relationship, one person was expected to like fully disclose like their sexual history, which is nine times out of ten, the woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've noticed that too. It's yeah, like, like the it... woman has to be like, okay, here is my laundry list. <laughs> yeah, you want to never... hear about all the traumatic times? <laughs> Let I have me tell you. That. On those, like, especially on those, like, interviews, they always hound the women. They never ask the men. I saw one that was really awkward where it was two people who just got married, and the dude was just like, uh, will you tell me your body count? And he's like, sure. And she was like, sure. And then she told him, and he was like, okay. And then people in the comments were just kind of like, bro, he's so lost. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't, and, like, I, I, see, I feel like a lot of times people don't care about men's body count. Because like, it's a social standard. Yeah, it's a double standard. Yeah. It's terrible. And I feel like it goes with the whole, oh, boys will be boys. And like, oh, oh no. Their dick just slipped into someone's vagina. Like, I feel like that's how it's treated with boys. But women, it's like kind of like, oh, you got to pick the right person. Oh, someone forced themselves on you. I mm. think. And it's really horrible, too, because I think it's also just the implied, so, like, especially the modern social issues we deal with. Like, mm-hmm. people just, like, there are, a lot of, there are a lot of men who just genuinely think that women just have it easier in life in general. Like, I think especially the presence of OnlyFans has really just destroyed oh, yeah. the image of just, like, oh, women can just literally take a picture of their feet and pay their rent for the month. And then they just go, oh, women have it so easy. But it's just kind of like, yeah, like, if she walks outside and someone recognizes her, her life is over. <laughs> like, no, yeah, don't... like, people have, like, people who do choose to be, like, an online sex worker, they have to, like, go to strenuous lengths if they have, like, another job. 
Yeah. But like, let's say it's not cutting it and they have to resort to that. I feel like people don't understand. Like, there's, okay, there's, I, I'm not going to say that, but like, there's some people who like enjoy it. And I feel like people who have to resort to it in a way enjoy it. But like, it's also how they know, they know what they can market. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense from like a business aspect. Like, the, those people know how to portray themselves as marketable so they're gonna go with it and Mm. all power to them like i wish i could do that i've taken almost like three marketing classes Mm -mm. i couldn't (laughs) do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) like like i mean it's not for me but i wouldn't like you know what i mean like i don't think it's wrong like i admire people like that I admire people that have the confidence to do that and also have, like, the balls to be able to face, like, what you're talking about. Like, if someone recognizes her or them, their life Mm -hmm. is over. Right. And, like, like, that's not even a sense of, like, oh, um, like, that's just not even mentioning safety. Like, their safety is in jeopardy. Um. Also, yeah. like, say whatever, like, say that happened, like, the well just dries up, like, life just happens. It's just kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, I don't, like, or just kind of as simple as just, yeah, like, I don't want to do this anymore. They try to or get like, a job. Yeah, I try to settle down, and, like, I want to, I want to, I found my dream job. Like, I'm finally, like, found somewhere in this company that I like. hmm And, like, it seems like if you use any faction of, like, your name, or, like, even the point of, like, Let's say you use your phone number for your login or something like that. It can be like translated back to you in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Like you use like the first few letters of your na- first name and last name in your username. You are a goner. Like mm-hmm. it's not that hard to find something. I have found plenty of like. Just like by looking at people's first and last name and where they live, it's so easy to find whatever oh, I want. Oh my you god, I mean? yeah, it's crazy. Because like if they have like, let's say like for some, not for some reason, like most people do it when they are, um, they use OnlyFans, they have um, a private Twitter. Mm-hmm. And like Twitter really promotes you using your location yeah for some reason it's really weird yeah they really want you to be like oh i'm in baltimore county like and you also have your first name unless you have like a what's what is it called not code name a stage name stage name yeah but like it's not that hard to figure out a stage name if they know you in person like let's say they just have dirt on you Mm -hmm. like someone could be out to get you they have a vendetta Right, like, it's you just don't know. Like, you really just don't fucking know. It's crazy. And, like, you just can't, and, like, that's the part where, like, you just can't tell people. hmm And I feel like, in a way, like, that kind of shuns people as well. Like, oh, we can't talk about this career because if, some, if you make someone mad, they can use that against you. hmm Whenever that person in that career is confident and is successful in their career like they're making more money than me and you combined Mm -hmm. exactly like a day's work not even a day's work 
10 minutes of work and they mm-hmm. have the rent paid and i like and at, at the end of the day it's like get your bag do what you got to do like i will commit real that. in this economy yeah in this economy get, i would snap a picture of my feet instantly it's it's just and it's easy to it's easy money and that's why people yeah do it. it's passive income and like that's like it's like like if i were to relate it to something that's like more traditional for passive income think of like getting like a small town home to rent out exactly in in a nice just, neighborhood no one wants to yeah, live in auction yeah like <laughs> and like you and you raise the rent so you can maintain it mm-hmm i.e. getting pedicures or getting waxed, whatever, you know, if we're going to relate it to the analogy. <laughs> but, like, I and I don't think, I feel like people don't notice that it's a common business model for, like, most American um, people not to have a second source of income. Mm-hmm. Like, freaking MLMs. Did I tell you about that time that, like, I was working at guest service and this lady tried to recruit me for an MLM? What's an MLM? multi-level marketing scheme oh like a pyramid scheme yeah i was there and they were talking she was talking to me and they were like oh you are so nice she added me on linkedin and i was like (laughs) because she was talking about like oh she worked some at i'm not gonna like air out her laundry but like Mm. she worked at some part of i want to say like social security Mm-hmm. agency so i was like oh and she was like talking about like oh maybe you would like maybe you could help like she was talking about like getting a career opportunity that way and i was like oh yeah bet right and this whole time she was like talking to me and it, it sounded like she was having a job opportunity with the agency she was with mm-hmm. and she's like oh do you want to meet up for panera like and i was like okay like what business model are you working on because i've done a lot of um data analytics and stuff like that so and she was like it's really hard to explain over text and i was like mm, sus <laughs> right like if i know anything from my limited business degree <laughs> i know that you should be able to write out what you are selling mm-hmm. what your model is like back and forth and how to market it and how to execute it like the fact that you can't explain it in textual format, red flag. So me, you know Cheyenne. Yeah. yeah. Our friend Cheyenne. I went up to her, freshly met. I just met her and like I just like exchanged phone numbers with her. I was like, hey, do you want to make sure I don't get killed? And do you want to <laughs> go to Panera with me to meet up with this lady that might be trying to put me into a, a, mar- a multi-level marketing scheme? And she was like, Sure, why not? <laughs> sure, why not? We'll both be kidnapped, I guess. <laughs> well, she sat at a table away. Mm-hmm. She was just like, oh. She was eating. She had the worst French onion soup of her life, apparently. <laughs> well, I was talking with these people, and the girl who tried to recruit me brought her recruiter. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were, like, talking about how, like, I didn't open up enough. Because, like, once I got there... I heard the spiel and I heard how they were talking and they were beating around the bush. I was like, oh my God, they're trying to recruit me for a business cult. I was like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I feel like we just hopped all over the place, but I feel like roping it back in. I feel like <laughs> I feel like even sometimes women like will go into like the naivety of 
women. Like, they just expect people to be gullible Mm -hmm. and just fall for that. Because, like, a lot of multi-level marketing schemes are ran by women. I noticed that. That's something I looked into as well. Like, It's like Herbalife. Herbalife is horrible for you. Mm -hmm. But, like, all these, like, cold juice shops that just pop up and, like, these protein shake shops that just pop up. It's nine times out of ten Herbalife. Mm -hmm. Herbalife. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, this just started like a couple months ago too. Mm-hmm. They and made like, over five billion dollars in 2020. No, the CEO mm-hmm. it was from 2022, but this has been around for a while. I'm sorry. No, you're good. No, Herbalife is like I lived in a military town. It's like everywhere. I want to say there was like four different juice juice shops, and like you can tell, like so they have the same flavors. Like they have um. What do they have? They have like a red velvet. They have a cookie. Mm-hmm. They have a fruit, fruity pebbles, and they have like all this different things. And the cold juice shops will have like something with turmeric. Like they have the wellness one, the immunity one, the caffeine one. Like you can just and like how it tastes, and like even the smell sometimes, depending on like if you get it blended or not, mm-hmm. bro. It smells like chemicals. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, like, shit. <laughs> just, yeah, and looking at their freaking, like, ugh, it, like, <laughs> bro, <laughs> thinking about it, because I used to be a Herbalife fanatic. I used to have, like, their the protein work. I was one of the girlies in my off-brand Lululemons. Yes, I was. <laughs> JK, never had even off-brand. I am Old Navy for life. For my workout gear. Oh my god. Now Target, because I get my discount back. Is Target's workout... Uh, okay, we're going to keep on track, because I was like, ask if it was good. No, no, no. We're going to edit all of this out. <laughs> um, But continue about Herbalife being dog shit. Oh yeah, Herbalife is like, very much so like... The Whenever like, I try to explain like what an MLM is, that's the first one I go to. Because, like, you know what it is. Because, like, you know, like, oh, the cute little small business protein shake shop. Like, that's, a, in my opinion, that's a weird thing to have a small business for. Mm-hmm. That isn't. So well, like, not even so common. It's, like, something that, like, is so, in my opinion, it's so niche. Because, mm-hmm. like, you have the at-home stuff. And, like, you know, some people want to treat themselves like that's why i went there is because their freaking red velvet one had so much calories and if you add the whey protein that they had which wasn't good at all mm-hmm. um that that was my meal replacement Ooh, thanks mm, yummy thinking about <laughs> it now like they were like cake batter thick mm. Mm-hmm. like boba straw cake batter thick not the straw. Grainy. And not in like the good, like, oh, I'm eating protein way. Mm-hmm. In Even the... though I... Yeah, in the shake. But like, I think if you just look up Herbalife like lawsuits. <laughs> 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 there I think there's one because like it makes some people like shit their brains out. Mm-hmm. Agrees. Oh yeah, 2017, 2022. And yeah, 2017, a 12.5 million to settle. 
And then there is a lawsuit 2004. There was one in 2016. Yeah, you're no kidding. Um, and they and and they're just like, oh, hold on, wait, is it FDA approved? FTA? FDA. F- FDA. Uh, FDA approval. In their frequently asked questions, um, apparently since the FDA does not the FDA does not approve foods, non-drug cosmetics, or dietary supplements, then how is it the Food Drug Administration? I heard it's um, uh oh, because they're not so they're not like Herbalife uh products aren't even. Like, no, Herbalife is not FDA-approved because they are dietary supplements and cosmetic items. They're beating around the bush. That's yeah. because... I wonder if Herbalife is an LLC. Probably. Because in LLC, uh, in LLC you can have, like, multiple partners, question mark. Mm-hmm. Like, you can make it a franchise. And that's how all these little shops pop up because, like, you're technically, quote unquote, an investor. Right. And, like, oh, here's our business model. We're going to make people healthy by fattening them up and giving them the wrong things to supplement their body and make them shit their brains out. <laughs> Not from personal experience. Speaking of LLCs, did you want to talk about? the intricacies of being having a business being your own boss i remember we went to talk about that a little earlier yeah we can segue into that what a nice segue because i suck at them <laughs> yeah so a uh, discussion me and maddie were talking about and it's something i talked about on this episode on the show before with zach was you see this big influx of like it's essentially hustle culture but you just see a lot of people who choose to um like i don't want to work for somebody i want to be my own boss because and it usually it comes down to the fact is their bosses are terrible and i think it's the same argument of just kind of like well if we had better bosses i think that's what i was uh talking about was zach but from my opinion um i feel like if we had people better suited to be managers then we wouldn't have this issue of people wanting to do their own business and then wondering and then figuring out, wow, this shit is actually kind of hard. Because the biggest issue I see with it is that, and I see it too from like, and this is more anecdotal standpoint, I'm going, I'm going to go with going forward is that I notice that you have these people who are in management and Maddie can attest by it, who are really good at their jobs, but they're very much not people persons. Oh my God. Like they're so um, like their numbers are phenomenal. Numbers are great. When they have those corporate visits, it's great. When they get all their paperwork done, it's great. But when it comes to working with their team, it is like pulling teeth and nails on the chalkboard. And it's not even like or like it's so then due to that, like due to them having that lacking skill, they'll push it on to someone else. Mm-hmm. Like even like like, this was at another job. Um, I was not a manager. I was just, like... So, like, there was the department manager, not... You know what I mean? Like, in mm-hmm. correlation, it was kind of like being a team lead, but not mm-hmm. really. You had, like... I had, like, I want to say five aisles in a back wall. 
to myself and like two team members. Mm-hmm. But whenever people would come over and like help finish up, because it was kind of like a chain reaction. Oh, once one department's done, then they come over, come over, come over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It seems like the people that don't know how to lead would just shove the responsibility onto the people who aren't necessarily leaders or have any discretion Mm -hmm. towards the plan and they'll just change the plan and then Mm -hmm. the plan becomes a game of telephone where people will be like oh well i heard this and then it goes into oh well susie said this and then susie said that manny said this so we must be doing this even though I know that boss man doesn't want us to do that. Mm-hmm. They want us to do something else because that's weird for him to be like, oh, let's change, let's flip the script and do something that I normally never would do. Right. And that's when you have too many chefs in the kitchen and no one wants to taste the soup. Literally. And I feel like that's a problem with um, a lot of companies now they're all about professional development and they're all about wanting to have the next generation of quote-unquote leaders but they're not focusing on the biggest part of being a leader and it's knowing how to lead knowing how to lead i think it's like it's i think it's even more nuanced than that well less nuanced i think it's the fact that people just there people can be you can be a good leader but part of being a good leader is having people skills. It's like, it's the reason why I've talked to people and not just to brush my own ego, but it's the reason why I've talked to people and they said like, oh, I thought you were the manager or why don't you like, oh, you would be a good fit for a manager. And I would tell them no, because I might have the people skills, but I don't have the management skill. Like I can't manage my time the best. Um, confrontation's really bad for me. I also tend, because I have a little bit of ADHD, that, like, I will just not get one thing done, or I will, like, hold off to the last minute to get things done. I would mm-hmm. not make a good leader in that sense. But you have the problem that everyone has all of these great skills, and I think you could say it's a lot of issues. You could say it's just, it's just uh, our generation is just like that, where it's just, we are le- generally less sociable as a generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whether we like to admit it or not, we just are. And I think that leads to just us being great performers. But when it comes time to be sociable, we're like either super robotic, um, the the biggest two faces you'll ever see, or we just are incapable of doing it. Like I am a two face whenever I'm in a social situation. I can tell you that right now. Or in a profession, in a professional context. Yeah, in a professional setting, like if they would see me like how I am, like with my friends. Or, like, how I am at home. Nine times out of ten, I'm disassociating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I'm not the bubbly person that I put on for work. And I think that's also how I have work-life balance. That's good, yeah. Like, I think it's because I have two different personas. And I feel like that's another thing that's with people with, like, management that they don't see is, like... Nine times out of ten, the reason why people probably don't have good people skills in management is because they don't have good self-management. That's true, too. Well, like, I would kind of see... I just... Mm, 
it's really weird because I want to say yes to what you just said, but also I feel at the same time, like usually they don't have good people schools at work. They generally, like I would say nine times out of 10, they probably don't have great people skills with people who aren't in their like close proximity. Like they probably can't make decent small talk with somebody out in public. They'll, they'll be able to talk to their family and like their loved ones. But like when it comes to just like, oh, hi, how are you doing today? Um, they're like, they're like stiff as a board. They're like, don't talk to me. That's why I can't be up on a register. Not only because I am deaf, but um, I just can't deal with like the nice, like the simple like conversations. I want a conversation that has depth. Like, I just can't deal with like the whole like, hi, how are you? Beep, beep beep have a nice day like i just can't do that you can't you can't I, handle I, the, can't, the hey how are you <laughs> i can't handle the hey how are you i can't handle like them or i can't handle them ignoring me that kind of hurts sometimes like no yeah like i'm up here yeah. getting paid i get and it like this is my job like to like serve you in a way if you want to look at it that way like the capitalist way everyone looks at it but mm-hmm. like i'm a human too and maybe, just maybe, you talking to me about some random ass shit might make my day better. I actually can't stand that. I you actually don't, can't. I, that's where our ADHDs, like, diverge. Because I love talking about random ass shit. Like, one time I had a nurse in my line when I was covering someone's 15. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, bro, like, <laughs> I, my, my blood sugar is really low. And she was giving me a whole assessment. See, I don't, I, I, <laughs> I personally don't like that because what? Like, I can do the small, it's like, it's in the context of things. Like if it's just kind of like, oh, I've been like a bar or something with friends and then like, I'm making like a conversation like that out in a social gathering. Sure. But if I'm register and you, I'm just like, Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. That's good. And I just bring up your stuff. That is perfectly fine with me. There was like, got, there, there have been a handful of times where like dudes, and I guess it's like the whole like young men thing. They're trying to like try to make a conversation, be like super friendly, and then it's kind of like, uh huh, uh huh. And I just want them to stop talking to me. <laughs> no, I love when people talk to me. Like, I I don't want them to just be like, mm. or like, what's something that all everyone says? Oh, they give me fucking cash, and they're like, oh, just print it off this morning. People used to do that at the bank that I worked at, really? and <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes if I wanted to be like an asshole, I would be like, okay, well, technically I have to report you. <laughs> Just printed it off this morning. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, what's your account number? Okay, I'm going to report you to. Uh... <laughs> you know, I can't stand. It's the, when something, you bring something up, but you, like you miss the barcode and you try to go for it. And it's like, huh, I guess it's free. I really want to. Oh, do... I hate that. I want to rip their tongues out. <laughs> no, or like. And, like, some of my name tags say that I'm hard of hearing, but some of them don't. But I mm. think, like, especially when I'm up on the register, I think you can tell. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I overcompensate trying to hear. And, like, there's, like, um, an accessibility um, on the scanner. It flashes. Mm-hmm. So I look, I, like, stare intensely at it. It's like I'm freaking, like, trying to make a move on it. Like, I'm giving ultimate <laughs> riz. <laughs> to the scanner and i'm like i learned that word recently too riz i'm like I, oh my god you just learned about rizzly's believe it or not <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> i am like i feel like an 80 year old grandma 
whenever it's, I'm like, especially half the people we work with, I we should preface our minors. Yeah, like, well, like a good, like, I think about like 20%. Or like, or like they're like freshly graduated from high school. I should they're say. either like, they're still in high school or like just graduated. So like they're young enough to like, I can just learn lingo from. But a lot of it, it's going TikTok. You can learn all that stuff now from TikTok. I but know, but like the stuff where it's like, I just see it as a joke. I don't see it as like, oh, people are going to use this as vocabulary. What? No, you got to sneak it in ironically. Catch them off guard. Like, just be talking to somebody. I'll do it to, like, people up front. I'll talk to them, and I'm just like, hey, man, you're looking a little bit like... <laughs> you're looking like the riz- <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, no. I, like, like I said, like, I am so disconnected. I think it's because, like... The freaking like the internal dictionary I have from Gifted Kid Burnout. Gifted Kid Burnout. Whenever people like mention these like slang that wasn't in prevalent in like 2012 to 2016, I'm like, oh, okay. Oh Thank. God, you go and say it's lit, don't you? Um, I I phonetically, well, I spell out LOL. Oh, you don't Every- just say oh, that's I don't say. Lit. Lit. I don't say lol. I go lol, and then I just continue my life. <laughs> Yuck. Um, Yuck! What else do I do? Ironically, you don't. You don't your 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 husband doesn't look you in the eye and be like, "Yeah, that's right." You're just like, "Oh, you're looking very swollen today from the service," and it's just like, "Yeah, yeah, a little lady, call me Adolf Rizzler." <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny about that wait was hitler austrian no he was german potato tomato same thing right <laughs> potato tomato <laughs> i was explaining that to someone and i was like oh yeah i say it like that because like if i'm wrong people and like i'm just like oh yeah i'm totally wrong and i realize i'm wrong people are going to be like oh why did she say potato tomato just like you did and it translates <laughs> to, I am changing the subject. Oh, my okay. dog. Hello, dog. Okay. <laughs> All of this is getting cut out. And, like, you're just, like, okay. You're just, like, writing down timestamps. You're, like, okay. Maddie you'd got be, off topic. You'd be surprised. We could make, this is going to be, this is going to be an insightful snack since it's a shorter one. And uh-huh. it's kind of, yeah, and it's. It's everywhere. It is everywhere, so. What's another hot take? Oh, let's go back to the freaking business thing. Because I don't get everyone trying to be a small business owner. Because I am slash was one. And it's so fucking hard. Oh my god, don't get me started on that. Like, I get it. Everyone has a little hobby. Everyone has a little niche. But, like, it's so hard to, like... Even, like, make a presence on a platform like TikTok, Instagram, etc. Because there's so many people doing the same niche that you like to do. hmm Like, all last year, I was trying to figure out how to use Etsy. And apparently Etsy's not good anymore. Like, Etsy is, like, going downhill because they're just charging so much. Etsy's also the big problem with dropshipping, too. Yeah, there's a bunch of, like, so, like, I see it on my TikTok all the time. And it's all these quote-unquote small business people just make, not even making designs. They find transparent, like, Google images and put it on a print-to-demand and connect it to, like, Shopify. 
Shopify, Redbubble, whatever. Yeah. So, like, they're not even doing the work and they're getting a passive income. Meanwhile, there's people on Etsy or Shopify or Redbubble who that's that's their entire income is, like, them creating stuff like that. And nine times out of ten, those print-on-demand people are stealing their designs. I was listening to a podcast and the guy was talking about, like, oh, yeah, there is a... They, cause he made, he's a YouTuber and he's like, yeah, I make like t-shirts. Like it's just like merch on the side. And he was just like, yeah, I went on Redbubble and someone literally took the PNG of my t-shirt and put it on the t-shirt on Redbubble and we're trying to sell it. <laughs> like, it's like crazy. And like a lot of times, like it's these print on demand people make how to's to make like however much they make in a year. They're like, oh, all you have to do is mess with the keywords. I'm like, easy for you to say. Like, they'll give tips on, like, how to be successful on Etsy, not for, like, just print on demand. They'll just be like, this is how you should be a good Etsy business owner. And, like, it's easy for you to say when you don't have to create the products, you don't have to have a turnover rate, you don't have to have any type of hands-on mm-hmm. besides you typing, your making your... um storefront and communicating with the customers if there's any inquiries slash problems or inconsistencies with the work due to you having a third party print out your shit Mm -hmm. like it got to the point with my business that i'm like solely commission only because it's so difficult to even get into the competition it is especially when it's just like we said earlier it's just so much just kind of behind the scenes scummy drop shipping bullshit and nine times out of ten the stuff that you're getting from those drop shipping is not ethically sourced it's not it's like everyone talks about how bad sheen is nine times out of ten your print on demand's coming from the same warehouse mm-hmm. like it's people are like oh support small business owners but they want to support the small business owners that are quick. Right, they'll get their like they'll have it on site like within on site on time, cheap. No one likes. I remember mm, small business tales when Maddie had a, more of us following with her art. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I I'm more of an acrylics painter. I don't really necessarily like. I'll sketch in my sketchbook with colored pencils, but like I've never sold something of colored pencils because I'm just not confident in my artwork with it. Right. And I had someone, I like posted up, I was like, oh, I have some commission slots open. If anyone wants to inquire, I'm down to like try something new. Like, let me know. And this woman slid up and they were like, Hey, I'm interested in getting something for my friend for their birthday. Um, they're really into blah, 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 X, Y, Z. I would really like it in colored pencil. So I was already like, okay, like, it's not the end of the world. It'll take me longer to do. And I can also add it to my portfolio and just, like, keep it on if it goes well. So... With a commission, nine times out of ten, most people that come to me have an idea. Like, they're like, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. Here's some reference photos. Go forth. And 
then this person didn't even know what they wanted me to draw <laughs> or like me to conjure up. I'll send you a picture of it. Mm-hmm. When we're so done. you have, yeah. So you have reference of like what I did in the span. I want to say it was like it took me like two weeks to get to before the unfortunate events. Um, oh. And so I got to about here. I'll send you for reference. Mm-hmm. I got to about this point. Um, I don't know if your phone's on. Do not disturb. But. I got to about this point and I was actively like updating them and showing them the process from the sketch and from everything. And they brought up the spelling of breathing. Oh yeah. You did tell me about this at work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They brought up how like, Oh, it, it didn't have a G in it. But that doesn't go with how it looks. For reference for people, since we don't have video and I yeah. Um I did yeah, like okay, a okay. I did a transcendental piece with neon colors, very trippy, like very much so I would say eth- ethereal. Is that right? Like very earthly. Ethere- ethereal. Ethereal, thank you. I'm so illiterate. Um <laughs> very neon, very happening hip with the kids as the youngins call it and i got to that point and she saw that and it was like that the whole time like the whole sketch like no no g Mm -hmm. like i just thought it looked better with the piece i thought it felt better especially if it was me coming up with everything and me using this like I had to literally like find things and pull like teeth to figure out what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And it all went downhill because of a letter. And she was just like, no, it just canceled the commission. I don't well, even know. And then she like double checked about the price. And I, I quoted it. This, that was 11 by 14. I quoted it for I think I want to say eighty or a hundred dollars because it was colored pencil and I wasn't comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't accounting for shipping. This was during COVID. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, "Oh, it's just eighty dollars, right?" And you're going to ship it. I'm like, "It's eighty dollars plus shipping." And I made sure to emphasize that, and I saved that in the messages. Mm-hmm. I was like, "You have to pay for shipping and products to ship this because this is like fine paper, like." This needs like really like a good parcel to put it in. Right. And she goes to me during COVID while I'm immunocompromised. And I didn't really have like a solid mode of transportation because technically I was illegally driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes technically. technically, quote unquote. Um and she goes, Well, can I have someone meet up with you that lived in my town? And I was like, oh, mm, no. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. I feel uncomfortable about that due to it being the pandemic. And at the time, I wasn't able to get the vaccine. Like, I'm sorry, but no. Like, you can ship it or you can meet me. She lived like an hour 30 away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
I cannot risk myself being with a complete stranger for $80. Right. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth my safety. And this is not what we agreed on. You agreed to ship or you drive down here or Mm -hmm. you pay for my gas to drive up there. Mm -hmm. Like, what's not mathing? And she was like, you know, due to this and due to it not being in my financial budget, I have to drop this. I was like, okay. (laughs) Now she figures, oh, it's not in my financial budget. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Well, yeah. And I'm like, and like, I was like, you know, like halfway done with the piece at that point. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I was like, this has to be more than just like the letter. Like something else had to like offset this because it was like not. It can't to me, in my opinion, it came out of the blue. Mm-hmm. That all of a sudden the price and all of a sudden you didn't understand that you also had to pay for shipping. Like, I don't know what it kind of feels like when she said, Oh, can I meet up with you? That kind of sounded a little sketch. Cause did she, it was only it was a spelling that gave her a problem. Well, I don't think it was sketchy that like she wanted to meet up to pick it up. I just think it's really sketchy of how like meticulous she was about it for no reason. How meticulous she was about it when she didn't come up with the idea. Right. She only knew that she wanted it for the gift. Mm-hmm. And, like, I will say, like, the reason why Keep Breathing was in there was because that was the person she was giving it, giving it to saying. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like that person would understand if it was, like, spelt quote-unquote wrong. Right. Because it goes with the piece. And like also what does one consonant matter? So quick question for your art. Um, do you when you make your art, it's mostly commission based, but do you also do like digital art as well? I do. I I do a lot of I was trying to do Inktober. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. It's oh, <laughs> like Inktober's like really good like to like boost yourself and like it's really good for like marketing for a lot of artists. But like the Inktober prompts this year were so bad in my opinion. <laughs> I couldn't get I couldn't get past the first one. <laughs> Wait, what was it? What was the first one? Um Good question, young Padawan. I'm not sure. What's Padawan? I think it was something. I don't know. It's something Star Wars. Oh, I've never watched Star Wars. I've only watched one, and apparently, I watched it in the wrong order. Really? Like, okay, so there's one way to watch it where it's like in order, like canon in order, and then how they were released. And I read from the wrong list, <laughs> so I was very confused. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> um i think it was something to do with like gargoyles oh. i want to say and i and i did it wrong because i didn't know what a gargoyle was no it was goblin was the first one and mm-hmm. i drew a gargoyle because i was like same thing uh, i was like uh, mm. But I didn't realize it wasn't the same thing until I literally, like, I was adding texture to it. 
Oh, I was no. like, I was like, everyone's gonna think I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I have no time to redraw this. So I was like, okay. And then I like started working two jobs. The end. <laughs> <laughs> two jobs. And- oh, that's right, because that's when you're the transitioning away from um your old job to the job you currently have now. The bank. <clears throat> The Shady Shore Bank. I don't know Shady- what thing. <laughs> Shady Shore. Kind of close to their actual bank name. I need... I, I'm sorry. So, I'm also on... The ADHD is on the brain, but... um, What was our original... So, our original topic was... The small small the businesses and small how business. everybody wants to be their own boss. And then but it was I- also... But and then we were talking we... about um the men on the street interviews. They suck. Yeah, hate them. I feel like most interviews that are on TikTok, now there's one, I don't know if you see them, but there's one guy during the holidays, he was going around and being like, "Oh, if you don't talk, I'll buy you something." I hate those. <laughs> it's so funny with those now that you mention those. It's funny that like they have those like, "Oh, uh would you Take this cookie or give another one to another person. And or then double like, it up and give it to someone else. Or give it to someone else. And then like everybody who was in those videos were always just like, yeah, this shit's stage. <laughs> they tell you what to say. <laughs> no, yeah. Or like there was the one I I I know there I feel like they're stage, but you know the ones that are like really heartfelt and it's like, Oh, you were nice to me, so I'm giving you money. Mm-hmm. I've seen, I really I, I, I like those. I, those are very few and far between. Like, yeah, there's only one that. consistent guy I watch. I don't know his name. Sorry, buddy. No plug. But like... Sorry, champ. Sorry. But he's like really genuine and like... He, he like chats with them first. And like he learns about them. Like for instance, like the most recent one I watched was about how... This one woman, I think, like, she had a surgery or something, mm-hmm. and she was all alone. And all she wanted to do for the holiday was, like, just be with her cat and just, like, live. And he was like, oh, I don't have money for the bus. Can you give it to me? And, like, you know, the whole thing. Where he's like, she gave it to him. And he's like, ha, psyched. Lied. <laughs> Here's a thousand bucks. And, like, she cried. If someone did that to me. I don't know what I would do. Uh, this that alone, just you telling me that story pisses me off. You don't like when people get a thousand bucks? I mean, I think it's nice, but it's also just kind of like, what is this performative shit? Just give Philanthropy, me the buddy. Okay, Philanthropy. Just cough up the goods. I don't need this, like... You ha-ha. need to be a good person to get the goods. It's in the name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that is kind of true, because he could have literally said, here's a thousand dollars. Thanks. And then the cops go, like, hey, have you seen a guy who's, like, bald and has, like, a big, thick mustache? It's like, yeah, I just gave him $1,000. It's like, yeah, he just killed his family. <laughs> yeah, you gotta make sure they're genuine. There was another one that he did, and it was um, this homeless man. He gave money, and he and he was like, oh, let's watch and see what he does. Like <laughs> an animal. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was, let's like, the it. animal planet. <laughs> and- oh, my God. Kidding, kidding. Homeless people are not animals. 
don't cancel me, please. Um, <laughs> and they watched him, and he got food from like Seven Eleven or whatever, and he like passed it out to like all the people who who like he stays next to. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. He's just paying and, it forward. Yeah, he, he instead of using the money for himself, I bet you he got him like something to eat, but he used bulk of that money. I think it was like a hundred dollars to get all of the other homeless people around him food. Mm-hmm. And the host was like, you know, we were watching. He like admitted to it. He's like, we were watching to you. We were watching you to see what you did with the money. And they're like, you did something really nice. So we're going to give you more. Like, I think he gave him like another, like, I think he gave him 200 or $500. And he mm. goes, and also, like, he has his, like, followers donate to, like, a GoFundMe or Cash App for, like, specific people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, my God. We've, so, I yeah, like we followed you, like, Steve Irving. <laughs> I like those. I never like, well, I get philanthropy is a thing, but it's also just kind of, like, I get it. It's, like, they have to make a show about it, like, because it's, like, oh, look at us. We're so nice. We're we gave homeless people money and and they're paying it forward. Oh, even though they have nothing. Even like, they have nothing. I think, and I also think like those, like the people that I want, like that philanthropist, like that. Maybe instead of like doing like I don't even want to call them skits, but like interactions like that. Maybe just like I like the part where he talks to the people. Right. I think that's my favorite part of it. Like seeing like, oh, this person is like struggling. Oh, I remember when I was like that. Like that's how I relate to them. I'm like, oh yeah, I've been down and out. And if so and like putting my feet in their shoes, I'm like, oh, if someone just gave me like five hundred bucks right then, like I would probably emotionally combust. I think if I uh so <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say that. I can't say that. Um, <laughs> I was Can gonna, you? I was going to say, during the holiday, we live at, so we live in the same town, uh, yes. me and Maddie. And for whatever reason, there are a lot of people here who just don't like banks. So you have people who just carry all their money in cash. Mm -hmm. And your boy might have found a total of $120 in cash on the ground during the holidays this past couple of weeks. So, and then as soon as I saw that, my eyes, I felt my eyes dilate. I was just like, this is my chance. Dopamine, dopamine crash. Dopamine hit. I'll, I'll tell you what I, what it was afterwards. But yeah, if some guy was just kind of like, hey, bro, <laughs> um, what's your favorite color? And I'm like, uh, forest green. And it's just like, well, green means harmony and you have nice eyes. I'm in the closet. Also, here's here's two thousand dollars. I'm like, thanks, man. You know, I'm gonna do with it in my savings. So someone did that to you, or are no. you saying hypothetically? I'm. Oh, I'm saying a hypothetic. <laughs> I was like, you were talking about oh, hundred twenty dollars on the floor, and then I thought you like panned up, and you were like, uh, some man like kind like, of like popped in front me. of you, like a leprechaun, just like popped in front of you, and they're like, <laughs> oh, what do we have here? It's and then like, they gave you a pot of gold. They gave me a pot of gold. It's like, hey, I don't know how to do an Irish accent. We got a brown one this time. Let's give him the pot, Lockie. Let's give him two. His kind need a most. I don't know if I can make those jokes with you. I don't know how comfortable you are with that. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> I mean, you already did. And you laughed, so who's the demon now? <laughs> I mean, I feel like if I can make deaf jokes and you can laugh, you can make race jokes and I can laugh. Everyone jokes about death because it happens all the time. Yeah. Luckily, did we um? Did you hear about so before? No, last I to- can't hear. <laughs> last <laughs> last topic before we kind of uh call the night for us tonight. Did you hear about the shooting at the? Well, it wasn't a shooting, but the uh six year old kid who shot his teacher in at Virginia school. I heard about that, and I actually saw a TikTok about that. Really. TikTok. TikTok sponsor me, please. Literally, that's how we find our current events. It's through TikTok. Yeah, and like it was like someone who worked at the elementary school, and like because no one has put like a name to the teacher or the kid. Oh, I mean they can't for the kid because he's a minor. So. Yeah, he's a minor, and they can't like really like publicize him. But I'm just like, how the fuck do you like? Does a child get a gun? Like well, that means that someone in the you know, I had this philosophy. Because, mm-hmm. like, when I moved here, a lot of times people hate on, like, inner city Baltimore and how mm-hmm. the children, like, I think it was, like, one of the, like, windshield cleaners. Oh, my God. The squeegee kids. You know what I'm talking kids. about? Yeah, the squeegee kids. They were, tr- there was, like, not a big, like, a semi trucker, but, like, um, I would say, like, a small box truck they were Mm. doing it not a box truck but like a heavy like a heavier duty truck they Mm -hmm. were um trying to clean it and the guy told him no told him no told him no but they kept on continuing and banging on the windows the man got out and i don't remember if he had like some type of like bat lead pipe something oh yeah 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 yeah. you know what i'm talking about and so Mm -hmm. this i think he was 16 the 16 year old shot and killed him and that's yeah. what kind of, yeah, I'm sorry, continue, you explain. No, it. you're good. And, like, I heard this from a bunch of people at my orientation for my old job. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, the one person. I was just, like, you know, like, they're 14, 15, 16. Like, this isn't something that, like, in my opinion, it wasn't premeditated. It was, like, taught. They learned mm-hmm. it from someone. Mm-hmm. You, like, and that's where I was. I was kind of just like, yeah, unfortunately, he's going to have to go to jail because they try children as an adult in that case if they're around mm-hmm. that age. But I felt like there needed to be a rehabilitation and not necessarily, oh, let's put him into jail because he felt threatened. And the only thing he learned about how to deal with those emotions is by killing right, or by pulling out a brute force. And when I said, you know, I feel like you should go to like, a, like I, I opened my mouth like always. And I said, <laughs> you know, I think maybe, just maybe, that 16 year old, a teenager, someone who's not fully developed, should maybe go to a psych ward mm. or like a rehabilitation of some sorts. Like, obviously, like, I'm not trying to say like, oh, make him not learn his actions. But I don't think he needs to go to jail. I think he needs to go to a jail-induced psych ward, maybe? Like, mm, so, Okay, continue. I, 
continue. I just think like in that since in that situation. Yes, he was at fault, but was it his fault that he learned what he learned? That see, and that right there is a great perspective to take. That's kind of the perspective we kind of need to take on a lot of like situations like this. Oh, like before this action happens, of course. Like it's really tragic yeah. that someone's life ended. Because I think he um he had like three or four kids. That the, he left yeah, like, yeah, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, like rest in peace, like rest in power. Like I'm not trying to be like, oh, his death doesn't matter. But yeah, his, also, I feel like we're angry at the wrong person. Right, and that's where it gets a little bit jaded. It, it, it gets a little gray and jaded because it's a, it's something I think I kind of mentioned to Zach as well. Where it the 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 solution to it is just so complicated because people like that. I think it's just where I want to start this conversation. It's just neighborhoods like this, like in Baltimore. A lot of ma- lot, you can just say any major inner city like this. But let's say mm-hmm. for example our home here in Baltimore. These neighborhoods have been neglected for decades to where it's just. And not even just kind of like economically, these people have been shown economic, social, economic, socially and economically that nobody cares about them. No one's there to support them outside of like, you know, welfare systems. And it's just out of culturally, they're just kind of taught like while they like try to struggle to get out of poverty. It's just all that culture, just like the response to any kind of conflict with violence. It's just all they know. It's It's a brute. It's a brute force. It's a complicated situation. It's a very complex uh, problem to deal with because even the mayor right now, the current mayor of Baltimore is currently making like making an effort to help rehabilitate the city. But because some of the citizens are just too far gone, there will be genuine efforts made to help out these neighborhoods. And it's just kind of done for nothing. I think there was a kid who just graduated from Morgan State University. And, and I don't know the whole context of the story, but apparently like. He was in one of the, I guess, like, West Baltimore. It was, like, one of the rougher parts. And he, like, rented property from there. Like, he bought it to, like, mm-hmm. rent it out. And some of the residents there, like, shot him and killed him. Like, just, like, point blank. And then they were just talking about, yeah, like, this is this is ridiculous. Like, this is awful. We need this to stop. But it's okay. also, like, that right there is just a shining example of, look at all these people wanting to change the community. But because the issue is so deep rooted in the system and have just been neglected for generations there's nothing you can really do outside of gentrification and that's what we see it's just them getting run out (laughs) yeah and like whether it be and that's why i feel like hmm, words that's why i was kind of like okay so we see this cycle repeating of people killing people and we take them to jail for life and obviously, it's not helping. Like, that, like, putting them away, like, like ostracizing them away from, like, reality. Like, jail is, like, a totally different ballpark, obviously, than real life. Mm. It's a punishment. I feel like, obviously, there needs to be a punishment in place. And obviously, they need to be put away. But I feel like there can be a different routine. Or, like, something with more substance than just making them sit in a cell. Right. They're not going to learn their consequence. Like, it's, oh, no, they're going to go for life. 
maybe if that and because sometimes what happens not for people who kill people mm-hmm. for the most part but like let's say they run out of cots the people who didn't do quote unquote that bad of a crime go out on parole mm-hmm. so they can put more beds for the the real crime because death matters more I kind of understand where you're Yeah, like, I'm really here. bad at explaining what I'm talking about, but I feel like... No, you're just like me in that sense. Yeah, like, I'm just trying to feel like... Like, I'm trying to explain, like, yes, they should be, like, in the sense of, like, this situation that I'm talking about, like, a 16-year-old boy. I'm not calling him a man. He's a boy. Mm-hmm. Someone who's not fully developed is getting tried as an adult because of something they learned from their, like their past and the people who raised them the gun is not in their name and it in a way like you can argue that it was self-defense because the other person did also have a weapon not of the same force Mm -hmm. but when you're 16 years old and living in a city such as baltimore you have to learn things like that in order to survive. Mm-hmm. Why are we punishing this poor boy? Even it sounds like I'm like a sympathizer. Because like well, you, well, you, that's the thing. The key thing that you have that a lot of these people who should have had to help these people is empathy. You and me, well, me to an extent. I've become very jaded to the situation. All and it's like a little bit different too because these are people who. I don't know because it's just like seeing the issue and seeing how it's being treated it makes me a bit more jaded to the situation but then Mm -hmm. having someone like you who has we both have the empathy but it's just i look at this and i just go well like there's really in some ways it's just like you gotta throw your hands up you throw your hands up and just go oh well there's really no helping some people because they're really and that's just because the harsh reality is just there's really just isn't any way of just helping some people some people are just gonna be stuck doing what they're doing Yeah, I think it goes back to our last episode whenever we were talking about how, like, I'm not... Like, this is a very political discussion. This is probably the most political I'm going to (laughs) get. And when we talked about last episode, I was like, you know, like, I don't get into politics because I'm just one person. Mm -hmm. But, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, what am I going to do? Like, I am in my tiny bubble with my few friends that I hang out with and then, like, a handful of peers that I see on a day-to-day basis. What impact am I going to do? But I feel like the situation where it comes into like, well, like, obviously there's something wrong with the system. In the fact that I just can't get over in my head. That we are that they tried a, a young boy, a teenage boy as an adult. I think that's where it like really like hits me where I'm like, why? Mm hmm. Why aren't we taking like I feel like they why aren't we taking into account anything? How did you get did, the gun? You know what I mean? Right. Like there's no holding the parents accountable for anything. Yeah, and if there is, they're probably gonna just be on what house arrest? Right. Because like they didn't kill the guy. Let me do what the kid did. I think maybe they might have done a couple years. They might be I think whoever had the gun like licensed to them. Mm-hmm. I think 
or they bought whoever bought the gun and it was under their social security number i bet you they did a couple years but like that's right because you can go to jail for that right yeah because um especially if it's a minor oh yeah like um i'm trying to think because like i i understand like my partner um he's really into like antique guns Mm -hmm. so like i understand the process of it so i'm trying to like try to rack my brain like you can like if some like let's say for instance like they have uh, so quick tangent they have guns on their wall no okay they just have an interest in antique guns like blunderbust and stuff yeah like historical I never understood that, like, the whole fascination with just weaponry, especially historical stuff. I think it's kind of like, um, oh, the mechanics, because he's also, they're also a car guy. Oh. So I think it's, like, the mechanisms, because, like, when they go on a tangent, it's Mm -hmm. literally, like, oh, this is why it's so cool, and this is why this helped this war, because it had this kind of mechanism. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I understand. And, like, they talk about the industrial revolution and stuff like that. I guess for me, it's just kind of like, well, where their fascination comes with, uh, like ancient weaponry. It's just kind of like I have that kind of same like uh mindset, but it's like Sonic the Hedgehog, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's a niche that they have. Ed, but like back to, like with gun laws protecting it, like. If my partner were to buy me a pistol and they were to find out that I used it in any way, like even if I went to like a gun range, mm-hmm. um, they could get in trouble for that. Yeah, because like, like it has like pistols especially because mm-hmm. pistols you have to be twenty one. You have to have your own personal license mm-hmm. in most states to carry. Now, like places like North Carolina, Missouri, like more of the republican states they're not gonna like ask for your license obviously but like if you go to like a gun range or something like that you have to provide that i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. especially if you look younger like i've been thinking because i do like um what's it called like recreational like shooting Mm -hmm. it's really fun and i think it like blows off some type of steam kind of like a rage room to do yeah rage room but like more expensive because of ammo right (laughs) um i would be thinking about getting my like my carry license because it's also like not bad to have for government jobs and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i never like i that's something i always kind of like never really considered for myself which is um getting a gun license because like my family we're very much not gun families uh Mm -hmm. families we're not a very we're very much not a gun family. No one in my family has owned a gun before. Um, we're also not a family that likes to sue people <laughs> unless it's like you're actually wronged. <laughs> uh so I, we're very I'm passive. not I'm not a sue. I'm not a sue family either. Yeah. We're very much like if it's gonna be something we can handle out of court, we're gonna handle out of court. But it's just kinda like weird I think that's why when people tell me like, Oh, like when you told me your partner, like, oh, they're interested in like historical weaponry or like people would tell me oh like i've been looking at getting this gun or i have a license for it it kind of just like i kind of have to stop for a second just think oh wait that's normal for a lot of people to just kind of use them 
because for me, and just like have it as a hobby too. Yeah, like even still, like when people tell me, "Oh yeah, I go to gun ranges and stuff like that," that sends that sends shivers on my spine because that's just weird to me. It's just like, why would you want to do that? (laughs) But that's also some. I like it because it adrenaline and it makes my brain go pop 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 pop. Yeah, and I feel like that's scary. I feel like it's it's like getting into a fight and then winning and then realizing I can do this to other people and win. Like I, now I'm afraid I'll turn someone into a monster. <laughs> you you're afraid that someone's going to become Frankenstein because of you. Literally, I'm afraid someone's going to get into a I'm afraid you're going to get into a not even the gun. You're going to get into a fight and you're going to win. And you're going to go, I like this. And you're going to want to do it more until it becomes out of control. You know, if you watch Black Mirror, right? Yeah. Um, um, my favorite episode. <laughs> my favorite episode is the one where <laughs> they have the hacker or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Black Mirror spoilers ahead, even though it's been out forever. Um, so everyone's like tied and they have like these little quests. To do and it all leaves them tied into like each other like for instance like this one guy the main character of the episode they have to um rob a bank with another person and like, oh, it that one into deeper and deeper crimes and then at the end it's the final two and it turns out this person that's the main character and you're like you don't know why what the secret is and what they're being blackmailed about it turns out that like he was a child predator. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Hmm. I didn't. It, it took me four times watching that episode for me to realize. Oh, he's a pedophile. Really? <laughs> yeah, like even seeing the ending and everything, I just didn't understand what he was guilty for. And then it's just, I think it's because I really wasn't paying attention at the very end. But then one time I was just paying attention. I was just watching it, and I was like, "Oh, he likes kids. That's his problem." Duh. <laughs> Wow. It took me a four it was a four for a fifth time of watching that episode. I I think there's another one that I was like that. It, and I'm gonna I'm now I'm gonna look at the series. <laughs> yeah. The the episode that um I was gonna that I just referenced about that was the Black Museum one where he talks about the oh, several yeah, stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like the doctor who like starts liking pain. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and was, like, doesn't he start collecting? No, no, he doesn't collect them. Like, he'll have his helmet on, and he'll go to like patients that are like literally having cardiac arrest and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then, like, because he wants to feel the pain, and then eventually it comes to a point where it's just kind of like, okay, you're being weird about this. You're literally like on like administrative leave. And then I think that that story, quote unquote, ends with him finding a homeless guy and literally dismembering him that's my favorite thing to do in my pastime this dismembering dismembering the homeless yes my favorite that should be a cards against humanity <laughs> card cards against you. i think <laughs> i think my favorite episode is the it's from the newest season the striking vipers one where in that they're in that uh vr version of uh, street fighter yeah, yeah yeah i know what you're talking about yeah because it's so out of pocket <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you remember so... San Junipero? Junipero? Yeah, San Junipero. I love that episode. I thought I thought it was so cute. It was such a good episode. Oh my god, that season season three was just really good because everyone talks about 
when you talk when you go to anyone about Black Mirror, their uh, favorite episode is that nosedive one where it's like they have like the social score. Mm-hmm. And then, like you air- can block people. Mm, that's a separate one. Where like I thought they played in hand in hand. No, that episode where you can block people was White Christmas. Gotcha. Where, yeah, where like his wife blocked them. Well, is his wife or his girlfriend? And then when he goes to find his kid. And it looks like the one guy that she's been hanging out with because she doesn't really love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then but there's... Like, there's what? There's what? I'm I'm looking at the, not discography, but like all this um, the series. Episode. Yeah, because yeah. I'm looking at it too. I liked the first season. The very, very first episode was fucking stupid to me. It was just like, oh, okay. Uh- but it like, was obviously like, okay, 2016 election. Mm-hmm. And the show was made in 2011, though. It felt like when I I started watching Black Mirror in 2016. Okay. In 2011, I was a child. Yeah. Well, I was too. I think we most of us were. Were we? Hmm. Yeah. I got five years on you. Do you? And then my favorite, so not my favorite, but I did like the other two episodes in that season. The 15 Million Merits when they're on the bikes. And then it was the entire history of you where like you could look back in your memories and stuff like that. That episode fucked me up. I like, I'm trying to remember, but I think I liked season four Crocodile. I didn't like Crocodile. I'm trying to think. Like, I need to read a deeper um, synopsis than the one that they're giving me. So the synopsis is, well, I remember the episode is when, so it was her and then like her friend ran over a guy. They killed him. And then years goes by, she has her own family. And then the guy comes back and says, hey, yeah, I'm going to confess about the guy we killed. And so she kills oh, him. Oh, yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 That shit was crazy. Oh, and then season five, episode three. The Miley Cyrus one. Yeah. Man. I just felt like I liked the concept. I just wish they took out the little robot doll. Yeah, the real it didn't really make sense. It's just It like, was just like I think they were just trying to make something like happen. They're trying to but, give it more that Black Mirror theme. Yeah. Yeah, where it was like technology. But I feel like just having it, like, because, like, I think in that episode, doesn't Ashley, like, fall into drugs and everything? She doesn't fall into drugs. She goes into, she got into an accident to where she goes into a coma. And what Mm -hmm. they do is they, like, plug something up to her brain to where she can make music with her, like, brain waves. Gotcha. And that's what they were doing. And and then, like, because all the robots just had her AI, but, like, super, super restricted. Mm-hmm. well not her ai like her just essentially copies of her brain and then eventually she unlo- she broke the lock and she's like oh yeah they literally had me locked up and just doing this to me so we got to get me out and they did <laughs> mm. you need to go to bed missy do i but there's also season two <laughs> episode one <laughs> be right back where they like basically like Oh, if someone dies, you can just order their old their body. Yeah, that episode. I like that one. Mm. 
That was a good one, though. There was another one, I think. Or I could just be totally thinking of something totally different. Yeah, I can't remember anything about life. I remember that it probably isn't a Black Mirror episode, but I remember that it was, um, like, the boyfriend worked at a truck. Like, he was, like, a delivery driver, I want to say. And the girlfriend wasn't supposed to be there. What episode? Is I that? don't know. Are you talking about the arch, the archangel one when she had the surveillance thing on her kid? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like an iPad or something, or it was like a chip in her kid. Yeah, I like that one too. I didn't like that one. Why not? I don't. I mean, like it's just the premise. Also, like the color. Um. Uh. Fuck the color correction in that uh, episode. Uh, is dog shit. At, at oh, time. the filter. Well, they try yeah, to be, they try to be twilight. No, have you noticed in some scenes where it's just like they make the sky really blue? Like mm-hmm. when, when, I think it's like when she was like in a, a teenager. There are scenes when like the sky is really blue, but then like when you look at her, her eyes are really blue too. Like they didn't color correct it properly, and I just okay, noticed Mr. that. Okay, Mister Film, Mister Film Degree. I hate that I noticed that when I watched it. I was just like, "Oh, what is this? Were you rushed when you made this?" Probably because I like the writing in it. I think that was my thing. I liked how the story progressed. That's what I, I really, I don't see whenever I watch something and maybe like, I don't hold much weight because I love twilight, but I love something that has good writing. Me too. Me too. It's just, I didn't really like the premise of this. It was just kind of stupid. It's too real. It's too silly for me. Huh, it's like, oh, let me watch silly. my daughter, and then like she, I don't know. This woman pissed me off. I don't know. I liked it because like I feel like it brought like because like I think it was around the time when people were talking about like the possibility of that, like putting chips in their children. Hmm. Oh, yeah, because we were kind of do that with, like, dogs, right? Oh, we microchip them. Yeah. And it reminded me of this house episode where this kid was hallucinating, thinking there was a chip in him, and he would dig out his skin. Oh, oh. Mm, my favorite. <laughs> my favorite. Mm-mm. Nom, nom, nom. Tasty. Well... You know what you need to watch if you haven't already? Do you know what you need to watch? Your bed. My eyelids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but before we get off, you need to go on YouTube and watch The Box if you haven't. YouTube. The Box. I am definitely going to watch that when we're done with this. Yes. Because it. Is it past my bedtime? Way it is past there. my best. My bedtime. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode from the Beta Banquet podcast. Um, we're going to make this one a bit of a insightful thought, insightful snack, <laughs> as you can tell, because our thoughts were pretty much 
everywhere today. But it was really good. It was a good conversation that me and Maddie had. Um, also want to thank again Maddie for being on here. Um, we know that Zach has been kind of feeling a little bit down, dumb, sick. That is. So we're really appreciative that you're here to kind of like take his place at the moment. Of course. It, it's always a fun time because I just ramble. I do too. And, and you get it. You get it for me. Like you get me going as well when it comes to rambling. So I'm really appreciative that you have, we have you here for that. But yeah, everybody, we just need to get um, time for bed because our eyes are very heavy. Um, but if you're coming home, knock your socks off. Um, if you're going to work, um, get your bag. Per as you should. <laughs>